Love Talk Radio. Oh, man. Today is Saturday, April 14, 2018, and this is the Bunny Slippers of Evil Job Seekers Call-In Show presented by Evil Bunny Consulting. I'm your host, Tyrone Griffin, and if it's 3 o'clock and you have on your bunny slippers, you are not looking for a job. And as soon as I hit start, you know I had um, technical problems. So we're going to get on Facebook Live in a moment, but until then... Uh, I got my special guest. She's on the call. Let me slow down. I want to present to some and introduce to others the empowering, dynamic, eloquent, smart, witty, Nicole B. Jones-Davis. Nicole, are you there? I'm here. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing great. You know, my, my as soon as I hit hit start, my Wi-Fi acting up. That's what happened. So, yeah. So I'm having that. So let's <laughs> all go the ahead. time. All yeah, the time. Yeah. Okay, it was it was cool for the you know forever. Now all of a sudden it's gonna act up. So anyway, I'm gonna try to get this Facebook Live started while we're while we're talking. Um, but anyway, let's go ahead and get started. Now, the 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 first thing this the topic today is going from the lifestyle to a life with style. Um, so let's talk about let's let's level set first. What is the lifestyle in your in your word? Can you can you just level set that for us when we talk about the lifestyle? Okay, well, the lifestyle for me is different than the lifestyle for others. So the lifestyle can pretty much mm-hmm. be somebody that is a hustler, as in a drug dealer, a human trafficker, club promoter, stripper, prostitute, and in my case, um, an ex-adult film star. So the lifestyle could be okay. anything that you pretty much gravitate to that seems to make fast money, quote-unquote, you know, or easy mm-hmm. money, quote-unquote. But, um, you know, you pretty much, you got to sell something other than the product mm-hmm. in order to have that okay. lifestyle. Okay. Now, you should have got an invite from me. Did you get it? Uh, it looks like I did. Hey, there you are That's now. How do I get there? There it is. There it is. Yep. Okay, there you go. Approved. I just approved it. I'm adding you in right now. Wow, this technology okay. is crazy. Connecting. That's me. Wow. Hey, there you go. There you go. Okay. Like, whoa, so it's all the way up in there. Yeah, okay. Now, let me let me let me, let me, let me, let me get my iPad, right? so it's like. <laughs> I know, right? That's why everybody starts shifting around so we look right. Okay. Okay. So now, yeah, I was like, hold on. I didn't realize there was going to be that much like on my face. Right, you know. It is early in the morning, oh, so. You know, whatever it is, whatever it is. Hey, good to see you in the flesh. I know, right? Technology is the bomb. You, you, let me say this right now. You have a beautiful smile. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I thank did brush you. my teeth yeah. this morning. I did brush my teeth. Oh, you believe me? Believe me, I did too. I was like, okay, I don't want no, no green cloud coming out my mouth. Um, right, right. I didn't want you guys yeah, smelling me through the phone. That's wrong. <laughs> That's wrong. Not bad. We're going to sit here and tell jokes for the next half hour. Uh, okay, so let's, 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 let's break it down. <laughs> let's break it down. When okay. you decided to leave the lifestyle, what was the first major challenge that you that you had? Uh, setting it in my mind that I was actually leaving. <laughs> really? How long yeah. did you think about it before so you we're gonna have, You realize we're going to have feedback, right? Yeah, I know. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let me figure, so we, let we, me just, we just take a second right between. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. What if I put 
Y'all, we figuring this out as we go now. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, y'all got any recommendations that y'all can let us know how to do this right. So don't be over there hating on us and not giving no recommendations. You yeah, rocking green nail polish. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Green is my favorite okay. color. Oh, good. Okay, I hear you good through the screen now. Okay. So, okay. yeah, I, I feel like with anything, it's about setting it in your mind that you're actually going you're actually going to make that change. Um, You have to convince mm-hmm. yourself before you can convince anyone else that you're determined to do something different than you've done before, especially if it's something that you're dynamically known for. Like you definitely mm-hmm. have to convince yourself, like, okay, this is something that I, I believe a lot of us want it, but we're not convinced that we can actually achieve, achieve it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, convincing myself that I was done, that I, that I was ready for something different, I mm-hmm. think that was the hardest. Now, did you cold stop, or did you, like, slowly wean yourself out of the industry? So what I what I initially tried to do was um, gradually transition over, um, gradually transition over from from that life and like I stopped doing scenes, but I was still doing appearances mm-hmm. and then you know I dabbled into the music a little bit because I was like oh well you know I already got a name you know I I, I love to write I love music I could do this rap thing I could transition over into that. So I tried to do mm-hmm. a, a transition, you know, but it came down to a straight up like stop. Now I know the the money, the money was good. Yeah, the money was real good. Yeah, 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 and that, that's around me. That's one of the the huh? Now you said what? No, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, okay. the money. That's I mean, that's the, definitely the money. It's. It's, it's quick and easy money. You have a lot of people, especially in this day and age, you have people that will invest in you for doing absolutely nothing with yourself than when you're actually trying to do something with yourself. So, I mean, mm-hmm. people love sex, so people will pay for it. Amen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you say something like I can't say nothing. No, you're right. You, you, you got me. Um, so anyway, so you, you say your, your biggest challenge was was getting um, making that decision and, and doing it. Um, so once you did step out, and once you said, "Okay, I'm done," and now right. the question becomes, "Okay, I got to find a job." Yes. Now that was hard. How, how really? And, I mean, what, <laughs> that was what, very what complicated. Was Every part of it. First of all. I haven't, I hadn't had a job in over ten years, like not a job where I'm actually going to punch someone else's mm-hmm. clock. So even to get it in my mental that okay. I had to go punch someone else's clock was a lot. And then, um, mm-hmm. especially at the time, I, I had a lock downtown Chicago. I was going to Columbia College. Um, mm-hmm. I had a baby on the way. I already had two children, so I had, I had bills. You know, I had bills mm-hmm. that were already set in place by my former profession. So I was trying to find a job that could keep up the means that I was already used to having. Of course, like mm-hmm. rent is due, gas is due, lights are due, you know, and I have to keep food yeah, on the Oh, yeah, thing. oh, yeah. So, you know, mm-hmm. I wasn't – I was looking for jobs, and I'm like, man, and, you know, like, um, looking – I'm sorry, this, this iPad isn't working out right for me. I wish we could have did it on the phone. But, I'm sorry. But, um, you look good. You look good. Trust me. 
Well, thank you. Look so looking looking for a job, it was more like I was like, man, okay, what job is going to pay? You know, I was paying over $2,000 a month for um, just rent to live downtown Chicago. I was I had a school bill. I had, like I said, I had things that I was, you know, already obligated to. So I'm looking for jobs, that, but me looking at the jobs, I'm like, well, I don't qualify for these jobs. So at the time, even, I didn't realize what skill sets I already had developed from my previous mm-hmm. lifestyle, from other things that I've already done. So I, and, and in all actuality, I kind of, I really did. I doubted myself. I doubted my capabilities of being able to take on certain jobs. Um, and then at, at the same factor, a lot of jobs do require you to have degrees. Um, one of the things that we miss out on is knowing that um, everyone's not necessarily applying for those jobs. They have those degrees. So sometimes you can get those jobs without the degree, mm-hmm. especially if you have favor. You're going to get the job you go. without you, the degree. You, go. you know, so, um, so at first it was more like, okay, so where do I go work? So the very first job that I did end up getting, it was in a call center, and it was making absolutely nothing like I mean <laughs> it was making something but it wasn't making and it was mm-hmm. crazy because I remember like going in for orientation and the other people like they were like oh this job is like a blessing you know it's so hard to get in here and mm-hmm. you're making and I think it was making like nine dollars an hour or something I was like I can't even pay a portion of my bills <laughs> like you know but I stayed yeah. I stayed and I kept uh-huh. going and I was getting those checks while I was still looking for something else and I was just like, oh, my goodness. And then um, there were different facilities in the Chicago, because at the time I was living in Chicago, so there was different facilities that supposedly helped people like me, mm-hmm. you know, um, that were pretty much sex workers, and they were trying to transition. But then when I went into those facilities, I realized those facilities weren't accustomed to me. They were accustomed to something different and then there was also um just real quick I had I had a um I had a young man that worked for one of the facilities that tried to make mm-hmm. a move on me. Now he didn't know my past. He didn't he just knew I was caught up in that in that, you know, organization so right. therefore I must have been right. something, you know, but he didn't realize like the depths of it. And he kept throwing mm-hmm. roadblocks on like these big jobs that I was really like Comet, Nightcore, you know, uh, Verizon, like big companies that I was looking like, oh, if I mm-hmm. get that job, like, oh my goodness, that'd be a blessing for me, right? You know, but he was throwing a roadblock in, like basically he wanted me to sleep for him with him for the job. And at that time, I was just like, you know what? When I get home, I'm gonna find a way to make an organization to help women for real and not put them. Right. In a worse predicament, so that's pretty Situation, much where right. I'm at now. Well, that's good. I, I imagine that kind of thing of of if people find out who you used to be, um, they get a different perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, but even um, in his uh, case, it wasn't. He just knew that if I was caught up with that organization, then I must have been like mm-hmm. a sex worker or something. He he more than likely right. assumed that I was like a street walker or just an escort or something. He didn't know the right. dynamics of it. He just assumed mm-hmm. and figured, oh, she must be weak because that's what a lot of people assume that mm-hmm. you must be weak if right. you're in that profession, and that's not necessarily true neither. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had that conversation. I mean, we're not going to go into it now, but I think that, you know, some of those strongest people 
are in that situation. And later on, we're going to talk about what Nicole B. Enterprises actually is, because I know you're doing some stuff, and I want to make sure that you get, because like you said, people in that, in, that, in that situation, the resources are there, but they're not really there to help certain types of people. Um, right. But you talk about the resources. Are there any resources? That, did, you, did you were able to find any resources that were specifically um, for helping people in your situation? After. After I did realize mm-hmm. that there were more, um, probably more if I would have stayed on the West Coast, the resources were, were uh-huh. more available. Um, but I do see now that there are resources available, um, like I said, more on the West Coast because that is where most right. of adult film stars do, you know, reside. So there mm-hmm. are different resources over that way. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing you did mention is that when you when you got out, you were already in school and things like that. Let's go back to the point where you made the decision. If you could go back, what what would you would you have done anything different uh, from the time you made the decision or before even? What would you have done different uh, to get yourself out and get yourself more situated? Um, so honestly, I closed down everything. So when I decided that, you know what, I, I, I don't want to take part in, in this lifestyle anymore, I closed down everything. So I allowed my domain to let go. I closed down my Twitter page. I did close down my Facebook um, anything like that, like, you know, um, I had ownership of it, and I allowed it to, you know, right. expire out. To just laugh. From right. that, mm-hmm. from that, there's a fake Twitter page that has more followers that, followers than me utilizing that name that causes a lot of disasters um, because a lot of people follow mm-hmm. that name. Um, from that, mm-hmm. someone else bought my domain, and they were able to keep a page going up with that domain right. um, for several years. Up until recently, it is available, I think. I don't know. But it costs a lot. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, do I even want it at this point? Um, yeah. So I would have, I, I think I would have been, you know, like when I when I first when I first closed everything down, I closed everything down with the expectations that I was, I was basically going to disappear. I, I've never imagined to be at this point in my life where you and I will be having this conversation and you're even a tad bit interested mm-hmm. about my life or even to the point where now I go out and I do speaking engagements and I mentor the people. I really just thought I was mm-hmm. closing it down, going about my life, and, hey, that was that, right? Um, mm-hmm. But it, it wasn't until I finally went public and came out and verbally said, like, hey, this is what's going on. You know, mm-hmm. but it took me to get blasted all over the internet saying I was pregnant by a famous rapper for me to even be forced to that position. I just really went quiet, and mm-hmm. so I I don't know if um I really don't know if I would do anything different other than not let go of my stuff because I do realize now that other people that gave people um mm-hmm. a doorway to come in and control right. pretty much a part of right. my transformation. Because if you can still Google and find Jasmine on the Internet or if you can still Google and you see a Twitter page that's very active, you will assume that the transformation never took place, and that's that's definitely false. That's a good point. So anybody think about quiz, don't let go of your domain. Don't let go of your Twitter page. Come on for a while until you get your mind right, figure out where you want to be. But don't let it go yet because definitely, uh, as we know, the same way the enemy will use social media – and the internet, God will also. So, you know, those are definitely mm-hmm. platforms that you may be able to come back and utilize later. 
um, to promote yeah. goodness. Yeah, well, of, and it's a whole lot cheaper to hold on to it than to let it go. Yeah, it definitely is a whole yeah. lot cheaper to hold yeah. on to yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so you, you, went, you went back to school while you were still in. You started school before you actually fully left. Yeah, I already took, this is what I started doing, right? So I started making, like, little bargains with guys. So I was living in California, and at the time I had a lot of I had a lot going on. I had um I had guardianship with joint guardianship with my brother. We took on my sister's kids who were going through some things at the time, and that burden that burden did become very heavy, you know, because it it left me to go out to do you know constantly be working while my brother was basically at home with the kids because <laughs> we went from my two kids to now four children, so it was a lot harder to get babysitters and stuff. So, and at the same time, like my brother, he just came home from serving a bid, so he was out trying to find a job. So it was just really complicated. Things were going real. It was it just mm-hmm. was like a real hard time. So I I started like finding myself like praying. I started asking God like, look, man, you know this bird. Like I really got tired of traveling. I got tired of like, man, I have to go do this thing because I have to, I have so many people counting on me to to get it done. Right. Um, I remember I was out I was out doing like a video signing with another young lady and we was doing like a tour and my brother gave me a call and I just paid the rent. My rent at the time was like thirty two hundred dollars a month. So then my brother called me and was like, Man, these people just came talking about the owner of the house, um, has been in foreclosure and we got to move. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I mean, it's just like, what? What am I supposed to do? Now, I'm all the way in New York. I already got a contract signed mm-hmm. to do this video tour. I can't leave. Right. So all I could do is, like, I'm sending you the money, man. Go find us a new home. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you're going to find. Yeah, right. But, right, you know, right. but I'm trusted. Here go the money. Even though I just, the landlord kept lying about it. But, so it was like little goofy stuff that kept happening, and I just was like, man, you know, God, what you trying to say? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh, is there uh-huh. ever a way uh-huh. for me to actually get up? You know, so I started making right. like little bids, and I was like, man, you know, I really always, I always wanted to go to Columbia College, so I was like, man, mm-hmm. you know, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna apply, and God, if you get me in, you know. I, mm-hmm. I I move back to Chicago, you know, like little okay. little stuff like that. Uh, right, right. So I got in, and then I was like, I always wanted a loft downtown Chicago. So God, if you if you give me approved for this loft, you know, <laughs> man, uh, uh, if you give me approved, you know, I slow mm-hmm. I slow down, I slow down, you know, and I kept uh-huh. I just kept making my little, you know, yeah, hey. Y'all don't right. be looking at me crazy, because I know a lot of y'all that be up in the penitentiary. Lord, if you will allow them to release me, you know, I promise I'd go to church with my mama. I promise. If you give me this job, I promise. So we all make our little bids with God. And the bad thing is, though, we do. I was saying the bids, but I didn't really put them in motion because I got those things, and I still was moving along with the same things that I was doing, not as much. Maybe because time didn't right. allow it, but right. I still was doing mm-hmm. it. Well, let me be clear. You know, it seems like, you know, your whole motivation really was to to, to support your family. Yeah. I wanted to be Pretty able much, to provide yeah. for my family. You mm-hmm. know, my family, as in my yeah. children, my sister, um, my brother, he was, he was a hustler himself. 
himself, so I didn't have to provide for him until, you know, he got locked up and then he came home, but mm-hmm. then he, he always found a way to provide yeah. for himself. Yeah, well, we all so. got them relatives. <laughs> we all got yeah, we but do, even him do. though, you, you know, know, I was talking to him mm-hmm. because, like, even you know, I just love how God does things because my brother, he's not, you know, he's not in that life no more neither. You know, he like that's mm-hmm. why, like, you know, when you do hear me speak, I do speak about drug dealers and strippers, and I'm talking about things mm-hmm. that I know for sure. I'm not talking about things I'm right. making assumptions on. You know, so. Right. Like, even my brother the other day, you know, he was out visiting, and I asked him because I knew we were about to have his interview, right? So, because, like, you know, I don't, I, this interview is a little bit, a little bit, you know, uh, different than other interviews because we are speaking mm-hmm. to people that are in that lifestyle. And anyone that is actually listening that's in that lifestyle, as as far as, like, you, you, you your only means to pay your bills right now is you do got to pack sitting in your drawer. You know, you do right. got that thing right. sitting up in there. You might have to go, you feel like you have to go stick it to somebody's head in order to pay your bills, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, even I remember right. Um, right. my heart was broken a few years ago when a young man went to go rob the bank because his child needed a, a heart transplant or something. You know, those situations mm-hmm. are, are real life. You know, we yeah. read about them, but it's true. They they happen, you know. But mm-hmm. in all honesty, mm-hmm. can leave those situations behind. You know, you might not have you. Yeah, I can't. I can't ride the way I used to ride. You know, I can't travel the way I used to travel. But the peace that you have inside, the mind, the the freedom in your mind, where it's like, you know, I now, like even my brother was saying, he was like, man, I could ride by the police and not look at them, not even care about them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> like that yeah, alone is freedom. That alone well, is freedom. I would freedom. say this. I will say this. I, I've never been locked up. But when I ride by the police, I get nervous. Well, now we get nervous because it's all public on how they out here just killing people for no apparent yeah. reason, especially if you're black. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. But and, besides and black, that, though, you're yeah. not, you, you're concerned on, on another yeah. level, not that, oh, man, I know I got yeah. this thing tucked up under right. the seat. I got a pack in the trunk. I got a pound. I got a kilo. Mm. You know, you're not worried about those things. Mm. Right, so, right, right. No, oh. that makes a big difference. So. It does, it does, it does. Yeah, you know what? And and, it's, and um, so many things I, I want to want to talk about. Some things you said um, about marketable skills, and that's mm-hmm. something I think a lot of people don't think about when you're interviewing, um, or you know, as an inter- as somebody who's interviewed people, where you work. Okay, let me let me back up. I look at job search like dating. And it might sound crazy, okay. but my point is this. You, you, you're just trying to find that one person, right? right. And you hiring somebody, you're trying to find that one person. Now, and think about how people do is they come with your resume, and, and this is a little off campus, but, you know, people do their resume, and they say, I work here, 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 here. If you're looking to go date somebody, is the first thing you tell them, all the people you dated? No. You tell them, mm-hmm. here's, the more, here's what I bring to the table. Here's my marketable skills. Right. Now, mm-hmm. in that lifestyle, it, it's, what you have to think about is okay. What is like like you 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 alluded to it. What are the marketable skills that you developed right. in that, and then you can transition to a new job. Now, one thing I I, right. I admire, like you said, you went you went back to school, mm-hmm. and you were thinking then about your post career career. Right. You were thinking about what am I going to do next. In this, in, in my life, because this is not going right. to last forever. And so, and I was over thirty going back to school. 
At that too. I was over okay. thirty going yeah. back to school. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. That was hard. Because <laughs> I'm sitting in yeah. the classroom with you a know. bunch of young people. And I'm probably like one of the oldest. Luckily for me, it was, I wasn't uh-huh. always the oldest, yeah. but I was one of the oldest. Yeah. So you have yeah. to humble yeah. yourself. So, like, even for instance, okay, so when I was in the industry, I did have my, I did have my own business. So I had, I had it for Ben Entertainment. It was an LLC, right? Mm-hmm. So what I did right. was, this is something that I did, something that if I was to even go take on a job at this moment, um, for Ben Entertainment is a job that I used to work at mm-hmm. from this amount of time to that amount of time. Right. Um, and I and I put, broke down what I did. So one of the things that I did, I, I used to book girls. I used to book girls on to, um, to do appearances, right? So one of the right. jobs that I know how to do, I know how to uh, – I should have my resume, like, sitting in front of me or something. But, you know, um, I just basically took those job sets. I took them job skills, and I I put it down on my resume. So it got to the point, though, um, where now when someone looks at my resume, they're like, whoa. You know, like even um, last year, last year, you know, I was looking for a job um, just for a temporary thing, and, Somebody, the lady looked at me like, you might be overqualified, you know, and it, it, and it gets to, like, you have to look. So, like, for instance, like, so you have the street, you say you have somebody that's a street dealer, right? One of the things that you underestimate, like, so we get in our mind, like, oh, I don't want to go punch somebody's clock. Well, you don't mm-hmm. necessarily have to go punch somebody's clock. First of all, you might have other mm-hmm. other talents. If you have that talent, that ambition to get up, on your own without someone telling you or giving you instruction, right. you know, a lot of people right. don't realize that alone is a is a huge job skill because there's people that's been mm-hmm. working the same job forever and they cannot make a move without their boss giving them instruction to do it. Right. So if you know how right. to get right. up and make a move without someone giving you actual instruction, that's a job skill. So you could go ahead, like for myself, like I did, I started off working jobs and now I'm basically in business for myself. So I basically took mm-hmm. the skills that I had previously and turned mm-hmm. into a business. So you might have to, you know, like my T-shirts. It's my T-shirts. I design it. I send it out to somebody else to press it. You know, mm-hmm. that's a job skill. You change the product. You don't change the hustle. But mm-hmm. utilize the job skills that you that you have. You know how to stay organized, right? You know how to stay on mm-hmm. task. Those are like right. the main exactly. things that people want to know. Exactly. Can exactly. I trust you? You know, and you can't tell me mm-hmm. that people around here can't get a job because you have a record because I know people that have a record and they're making over twenty, thirty, forty dollars an hour. So mm-hmm. it all comes down to you walk into yeah. the job interview with confidence, not arrogance, not no mm-hmm. man, you're gonna give me this job but with confidence mm-hmm. that man, I know I can do it. You know, I know I can. Mm-hmm. And me personally, yeah. that's where I got to. I realized, like, man, I'm going for these jobs that I know I'm not going to pay my bills. Mm-hmm. Why? Why would mm-hmm. you? Like, even if someone's listening right now and you're at a job, I don't care if you, you've been in a lifestyle or not. If you're sitting at a job that you know does not uh, pay your bills, go find you a job that does because they are there. Mm-hmm. Or at least get you a side mm-hmm. a side hustle, like go design a shirt, mm-hmm. color some shoes. There's too many opportunities to make money out here these days. 
Mm-hmm. This, the entrepreneurs are rising. Social media is showing mm-hmm. that. And I'm not talking about getting half naked mm-hmm. on those social media and thinking if you get enough likes, they're going to pay you for it. That's not it. Right. Do something else. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Now let me ask but you because you probably kind of answered it, but how? Yeah, you did. You good? <laughs> has you, how has your faith sustained you? This is this is this is the question I wanted to get to. How has your faith sustained you through all of this, ups and downs? My faith is so because we we kind of touch bases on this a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, oh yeah. So it's kind of hard, like when you already gave that power answer, you know. Um. My my faith has only gotten stronger. Um, there's been, like I said, like even down to really taking a look at what I've already accomplished. Not not old oh, people know who I am, but as in, man, I really was doing these things. You know, like I do know how mm-hmm. to book a flight and you know negotiate contracts. I was writing contracts, mm-hmm. so I had to stop and look. turn your hey, camera a little bit. Turn, turn your camera. There we go. Okay. Okay. Too much. Right so you know, I had okay. to, I had to, I had to, I had to stop downgrading myself. You know, and pretty much like, because the enemy will try to manipulate you that the only thing you are good for is those things that you mm-hmm. were doing. So the enemy will try to manipulate you that the only thing that you can accomplish in life is to go pick up that pistol and go rob the store, or to go right. grab that pack and, and feed the feed the poison to your own people in order to pay your bills. Mm-hmm. You know, so. The enemy will mm-hmm. manipulate you. So, you know, I started getting to the point where it was like, man, God God didn't allow me to come this far for me to come just this far. Right. You know, so I had right. to take a look at the things. And then um, I'm not going to lie, though, it took me really uh, having a strong communicate, a, a strong um, conversation with a Muslim, with a, a, one of my Muslim buddies, right? So mm-hmm. not a Muslim, you know, I said that wrong. But I wish we go a man that attaches the Muslim belief. And he was saying, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of people was like, well, why it has to be? Why does it have to be Christianity? And you know, of course, he was giving me the books and telling me all of this stuff. And he, you know, he was a little shocked that I did know what I, I did know. Um, but he 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 made a point. He was like, you know, one of the things about uh, the Muslim belief is they they utilize the things that you did out in the world, and they utilize it right. in the kingdom. And he was saying, mm-hmm. you know, um, if you a killer in the world, you're going to be a killer over here. If you a businessman mm-hmm. in the world, you're going to be a businessman over mm-hmm. here. This is this is what you, mm-hmm. you know you're going to do. So I started looking at, well, what job skills do I have that I utilize in the world, you know, that I can utilize over here? So mm-hmm. that's what I did. I started, you know, paying attention to that. And, you know, then I started reading the scriptures where it just bagged it up. And then at the time, like, I knew about the Apostle Paul, but I really didn't know enough about the Apostle Paul. But honestly, when I once I really heard read about and got it stuck in my mind about how Saul was out killing Christians, and now he came, right. became a spokesperson for the Christians, Full and now circle, he wrote. Right. Right. More than more than enough of the New Testament, where he's acknowledged as Apostle Paul, and you can't even really claim him as Saul. I was like, oh, I know God can mm. utilize me then, because I ain't killed nobody. nobody. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I know He can utilize me. You know, He oh, had He had the okay. prostitute Mary standing at the cross with Him when He was crucified. Mm-hmm. You know, so I know yeah. He can utilize me. 
You know, he utilized mm-hmm. the tax collector, so I know he could utilize me. He utilized the drunk to go. save the, the, the two by two by two by two, so I know he could utilize me. You know, so mm-hmm. guy utilized me, he could utilize you, he could utilize anyone. Amen. So, Amen. So now let me t- ask you this hard question. What is Nicole B. Enterprises? Nicole B. Enterprises is so many things, but dynamically, <laughs> I am that, that person, so... One of the things that I do is insurance and investments, okay? Mm-hmm. So that is that is my business. That is the company I'm under, umbrella, whatever, however you want to say. I'm not a broker, but mm-hmm. I am an insurance and investments mm-hmm. um, agent. So you got to have good leadership. Let's just say that. Shout out to my leadership. So um, mm-hmm. so one of, well, one of the ways that I utilize that is, um, like we were mentioning, I did not have an escape plan when I left. So mm-hmm. I do acknowledge that a lot of women, and even men, because I've had conversations with the men as well, um, they don't, they don't, they're not to that point where, you know, like, oh, I'm ready to leave, you know, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not ready to give up yet, you know, a lot of, right. a lot, of, it, it, it takes a lot of strength. So I, I basically get with those people and help design them exit strategies mm-hmm. with the profession that I'm okay. in now. So I help design mm-hmm. them exit strategies, um, as well as the people that have left and they're sitting around like, oh, my goodness, I don't know what to do. I help find them jobs. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm able to provide them jobs. So if you are looking for a job, no matter if you're in the Chicago area or not, email me, Enterprises at gmail.com. So, um, yeah, that's my plug. So, so I am able to provide them jobs or help them develop at least a resume to to help find those jobs, to really, like, get a, get an understanding. So, like, if you and I were to have a conversation and I have you really, like, get real transparent with me, what is it that you've done before? Now, these are your job skills. And a lot of times people are like, wow, because they're like, they don't realize that they had those job skills. And if I'm not able to help you, um, I will try to find other resources that are able to help you. So that was one of the things that I kept having to hang up on. When I did get to the point where I I was like, man, trying to go to these resources, they were mm-hmm. like, oh, well, you don't qualify. So, okay, so who do I qualify for? I have to qualify for someone, mm-hmm. you know. So I never right. want to be that organization that just says, oh, you don't qualify for me. Bye, get out my face, go somewhere else. Hope you figure it out, mm-hmm. you know. So right. if mm-hmm. You don't qualify for me. I at least want to be able to help you find someone that you do qualify for. So that's that's wow. one of the many mm-hmm. things, as well as I have my T-shirts. I have my clothing line that I'm also designing. And really the clothing, the T-shirts help provide, because I do other ministries, movements, um, however it makes you feel better. But, you know, we get out, mm-hmm. we meet the homeless people, we clothe the homeless people, we have brunches, um, not just for the homeless people, but for domestic uh, abused women. And believe it or not, we get some men too, but that's a whole nother show <laughs> because men are domestically abused as well. And mentoring, mentoring young people, um, same aspect as with the other people in the industry. You know, you teach them how one of the, the skills that they really don't teach our young people in school is how to secure yourself where you're not put in a position where you have to be out there trying to strip on a pole to pay for college or selling drugs or sticking people up or whatever, you know, the situation might be. Mm-hmm. 
So educate. Wow. <laughs> you busy. Yeah, you I need a couple more me's, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't even talked about those commercials you do for the Chicago Athletic Club. I don't do no. <laughs> Stop. I do not. I do not. I get people. I keep getting people to ask me that. I get people to ask me that. Like, won't you be a personal trainer? Because I don't have time to be a personal trainer. <laughs> Try to add something else to the. To the look, I'm already a licensed no, Don't do hair. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Nah, you be killing it. I, I, I all kid aside, but I love you know, like I told out, you, but I work but, out for health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you be killing it. Nah. I'm, Thank you. Yeah, that's Thank all you. I can say. You be killing. You be killing it. You know. Um, but you know, speaking of your faith, and I don't want to hold you too much longer. But but you know, the reason I, I started uh, following you was because of your faith, because of your walk, because of seeing okay. the things that you were posting. Um, and I got to. I mean, I wanted to talk to you because I just admired the walk and the journey that you take, and you taking it honestly. You know, you don't mm-hmm. sugarcoat. You don't. You don't. Because uh, you know, sometimes people they try to forget who they were or what what they've done right. and, and and you know try to well I'm I'm this I'm you know that's and try to look down on people and, and from everything I've read that you posted you never did that and I admire that and I appreciate that. And you seem like right. a real cool person on top of that. I'm all right, you know, you know everything. No, but but is there, I mean, I, I, as I said before, I appreciate your time. Is there anything that I haven't asked that you wanted to get across? So like I told you, I wanted you to be able to, this video, I wanted this to be something that people who are looking for you, who want your, your, your services and the Kobe Enterprises and the people you mentor, um, that they can look at and go, oh, yeah, okay, that's what she's talking about. Is there anything that you wanted to say that I haven't given you the opportunity to talk about? I know. Um, question, I right? just really want, I just really want to elaborate that, there is no favoritism in God's grace. There's no favoritism at all. We all were designed by the same hands. We were all um, kissed by the same lips to be Amen. able to breathe Amen. the same air. You know, mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter. It, it, it Like I get people to be like, oh, well, you can't be saved. Well, I am saved, so if I can be saved, if you think I am like the, the dirtiest of the earth, if I am the worst that you can come by, and God can give me grace and mercy, then he can give you grace and mercy as well. You know, never underestimate the grace and mercy that you can have from your creator. You know, so that's one of the things that I really want to elaborate. It's not it's not about, fair. like, you know, you and I were talking the other day, and you were like, yeah, but your strength. But my strength was developed over trials and tribulations. My strength came from me being able to get over things, but I haven't been able to get over these things alone. You know, it wasn't my strength at all. You know, there was a time where I was timid. There was a time where I was suicidal. There was a time where, you know, I would walk into a place and was like, I, I had to be balled up because I felt like that's what I had to be. You know, there was a point where I was insecure and very, you know, and there are times even now where, like, the enemy would try to come to me and be like, Nicole, you ain't got this. You know, but I thank God that he'll give me a scripture, he'll give me a word, he'll give me somebody in reassurance, like, no, Nicole, you got this. You know, so don't ever underestimate the strength that God has 
deep in you, whether or not you see it in reflection that you're looking at now, it's there. You just have to keep striving. You have to keep pushing forward. You cannot give up. Like I said in the beginning, it comes into a transformation of your mindset. That's one of the reasons why Romans 12 and 2 is one of my favorite scriptures. You know, once I read that scripture, I was like, that's, that's it right there. You know, it's renewing of your mind. It starts in your mind. If you do not believe it for yourself, no one else, you cannot convince anyone else. So you have to get to the point where you're like, man, I don't care what these people got to say about me. You know, I don't care what how many people try to, to throw stones at me. You know, long as God has me in his favor, as long as he has me held up in, my, in his bosom, then there's nothing that anybody else can do. You know, it is... It, <laughs> You know, like we were talking about, man, you got to want it more than air itself. You have to yes. get to the point where it's yes. like, I don't care what I lose. And you're going to lose. Whenever you're trying to progress in life, you're going to lose. You're, you may lose everything. I lost friends. I lost my home. I lost cars. I lost everything. I almost felt as though I was going to lose my mind at times. But my faith, the strength that I have in God remained, and that's what got me to where I am today. So he can do it for me. He can do it for you. On that point, you always had it. That was, It wasn't where you got it and then you lost it and then you got it back. From our conversation, you always have faith. And that's what I think people don't, don't realize, that even no matter what you've done, you've always had your faith. Now, mm-hmm. I got I had one last question I was going to ask you. Um, going forward, now, I know there are, there are challenges when you first come out of life, but then going forward, um, I imagine you have issues where people recognize who you used to be and mm-hmm. – don't think about who you are, and they try to address you as you used to be. You know, like you go on for job interviews and things like that, or? Um, I've never gotten approached, like, in a job interview. I have gotten approached right. on the job, which is one of the reasons why I love um, my profession now and insurance and investment. Looking for yourself, right, right. Uh, you know, hit me up. Uh, so, <laughs> so um, yeah, so, like, I, I, I did, for me and my, for me and the profession that I came out of, it was complicated for me to go sit at someone else's mm-hmm. desk. Um, like, I had people leaving me notes on my car. Um, I had wow. people leaving notes at the office I used to work in. Uh, it was like a warehouse, but I was working in the inbound, outbound call center part. Where I'm like mm-hmm. checking in and out the truckers and stuff, and at times like truckers would come in, and I and I could tell when people like recognize me. So there would be times like right. a trucker come in and be like, "Here's my number," like you know, and I'd be like, "Oh my goodness," like no. And then um, and then a lot of times you know you can't make an assumption because sometimes they just like attracted to you, so they might be yeah. you know. But yeah. then I have people all of a sudden like emailing me on Facebook, like, oh, my goodness, I was watching you today while you was working. So that started creeping me out. So, yeah, I did end up leaving that job because that was <laughs> I felt like my safety was in, in harm's way because this person is, wouldn't make themselves known. They kept making these fake pages, and then someone else was leaving oh, notes no. to the girls. They would never leave a note to me, but they would always leave a note to the uh, other girls, which made them suspicious, like, well, why? Well, who is she that they keep, you know, right, leaving right. these notes for her and stuff? So, mm-hmm. That was more like a matter of safety. Um, so yeah. I've, I've had those situations. I do get approached every now and again. Um, one day I was going in the beauty supply store, and the mailman, matter of fact, was like, oh, my God, can I take a picture with you? But um, I'm very transparent, so I don't – I never deny who I, who I was or what I was doing. You know, um, I feel like anyone that's coming from that, it's in your best interest not to deny it. 
first of all, Google tells all. So you can sit and be like, mm-hmm. oh, no, that wasn't me. But before you even say mm-hmm. me, they've already, no, this is you. This is you, right? This is you. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. so you can't deny it even if you right. wanted to. The, the, the whole, it's a process to your journey. So allow it to be part of your journey. Don't allow it to be who you are. It's not your destination. It's part of your journey. You know, so we've all done scribbled outside the lines a few times. You know, some of us scribbled a little bit more, some of us scribbled a little bit less. You know, but it's just a process of the journey, but don't allow it to be your final destination. Embrace it as a lesson learned and move on. I don't think any of us. Remember that movie, The Truman Show, where the dude with Jim Carrey was a baby and they had watched him his whole life on TV? Oh, yeah. I can speak for me. If somebody had been watching me for my whole life, mm-hmm. yeah, we won't go there. So nobody, nobody ha- can can can. In my opinion, nobody can look down on nobody because we none of us are Jesus. Number one, so we've all done things that maybe we're we're not as proud of. Maybe we're not. Right. You know what I'm saying? So 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 I feel you on that. I feel you. Um, this has been great, and I you know you, I, I appreciate your time. I appreciate well, thank you. I appreciate, I appreciate the honor it. of you having me on your and, show. Now, I'm going to put this question I always ask to all my guests. Will you-